Looking to create wealth and income through high cash flowing real estate? Self-storage is the fastest growing and the newest real estate asset that has outperformed all others. What's its secret? I'm AJ Osborne, and with over a million square feet that we have built, acquired, expanded, and even converted big box stores from small third-tier markets to large 100-plus thousand square foot facilities, we have seen it all. This is the podcast that we're going to discuss and bring on the best investors and operators in the nation to show you how to create wealth and income with self-storage. Welcome to Self-Storage Income. Welcome everybody to Self Storage Income, and uh, man, we so we're coming up on. By the time actually everybody listens to this, our conference will probably be like in a few days. Oh, it'll be going on, man. Yeah, it'll be coming up fast, really fast. I can't, I can't believe it's it's yeah, coming up. It's going to be epic. It will be. But today we have a great interview. We're going to be talking about, of course, storage, but. Um, we have a operator, a developer, a builder. So this is going to be a great conversation. So I don't want to take any more time. Should we just jump into it? Let's do it. Let's right do it. On. All right. Tim, welcome. Yes, sir. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Uh, it's nice to finally uh, see and talk to you. I've listened to you forever on the radio or on the podcast in the truck. <laughs> um, you know, we did a project down in Jacksonville and I'm from Ohio and, uh, so back and forth to Jacksonville, I just listened to storage podcast, you know, everybody's podcast. So, so yeah, I've heard your voice a lot, but uh, first time meeting you and, uh, and Connor as well. It's, it's yeah. good. It's great to meet you. Well, yeah, you know awesome what? Awesome to have you on. It's fun to have a community. I try to explain this to people too. Like they talk about, oh, real estate investing podcasting like that. And I'm like, you know, we're really just a self-storage podcast because self-storage people are kind of weird like that. Like they just become yeah. self-storage people. Right. I, yeah. I don't know what it is, yeah, yeah. but and it's funny, you know, when you do get in storage, so everywhere you go, you know, my family hates it, you know, and all my friends, we drive around. Oh, there's a storage over there. Let's pull in there. Look at this. Let's storage. go look at that. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just your whole life's all storage. You know, it's, <laughs> we it's become awful. obsessed. Yeah. Well, yeah. How, how did you get into it? How did you get into storage? Yeah. So, uh, I was a, a, a contractor way back when, um, general contractor, and we were in the steel a pre-engineered steel business. So we would go around and we would put up uh, erect steel buildings for churches and, and strip centers and big warehouses and, and such for years. We did that for years. And then one of the suppliers, um, our manufacturer has a storage uh, line and they asked if I would want to put a storage facility up. I didn't, never heard of it. Yeah, and it's, it's a metal, I'm sure we can do it, all right? Uh-huh. So we put one, you know, so we got there, put it up, and we thought, well, this is all right. So we just kept putting their storage together. And uh, we just kept erecting. So I started out as an erector okay. uh, out in the field, uh, erecting steel. So it just got to the point where uh, we erected everybody, you name it, you name it, I put it up. Nice. Uh, that's very good. So very that's how I got started. You know, 20 years ago, we started building for everybody else you know yeah yeah no it's good experience to have uh going into storage yeah it is <laughs> yeah 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 but you know they say uh you don't know what you don't know and, so true uh, so you know construction guys you know typical construction guy uh, you know get up in the morning go to work put the buildings up we just we're just there putting buildings up we don't know who's running them or how they're ran or anything about storage right yeah we're just putting these things up you know just as fast as we can 
And a uh, uh, friend of mine, uh, he's in storage. He got back, he got into storage way back when everybody should have got into storage. Yeah. So luckily um, I had him around as a mentor there um, shortly after. And uh, so we started building all his facilities around the country. And then I got to know the insides of the business, right? So that's how I, that's how we got started. Now tell me about your first facility. So the first one that I owned, um, I built back in 2013. Okay. So I thought, man, I'm, I'm going to build my own, you know, I'm going to, yep. I'm going to do this. Um, so we found some property here in the local and, uh, it was about eight acres, but about five of it was buildable and it was $200,000 for the land. I thought, Oh man, this is like, you know, so this is like crazy numbers to me, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm going to do it. You know, the wife was on, she was on board. Once you get, you know, the wife on board, you're pretty much can do anything you want. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, so we got started. Um, and we're a general contractor as well. So we always did all the concrete. We do all the, you know, the building erection, all the dirt work. So if we're ground up, so we just, you know, I bought the piece of land, got a, got a small loan at a community bank and uh, built 25,000 square feet first phase. So we ran it ourselves. operate, my wife uh, managed it. And um, so we managed that 25,000 feet ourselves, and then it filled up like crazy fast. So then we built on another two-story addition and that filled up faster than we thought. And so we added on, we kept adding on to it and adding on to it. So that's how we got our first, our feet wet in the operations. Uh, of the facility it was close to home it was it was a you know a, a, you know small market no yeah. no big reach at all anywhere so we were like the fanciest place in town because yeah. it was brand new you know it was all this old junk you know no fence no yeah you know we put security in and uh, cameras and people would, they have no idea what a gate was yeah uh, you know keypad what do you do with this keypad right yeah yeah so so the, the whole the whole community was like just in awe of this place and then and then we put some temperature control in and they didn't even know what to think about that <laughs> right. what are these for <laughs> yeah yeah so uh so that went really well um then we sold it um uh, a couple years left we got it all uh um uh, up and running and stabilized and we we sold it off just to get more capital yep then we built it so then we built another one um and then sold same, it. Same market, or did you? Uh, it was a little bit different. It was another. Um, it was probably forty miles east. Yeah. So how, this is how'd you about... pick? How'd you pick the location or the market? I mean, when you, you know, first start, it's kind of like, well, I think there's an opportunity yeah. here. I don't really know, but yeah. yeah. So my 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 mentor, my my good buddy, he uh, so he came over and looked at. It. We walked it. Um, and uh, we never did do a feasibility. He's, you know, I didn't know much about feasibilities. Um, but luckily, he, you know, he thought it was a great market. You know, they did kind of a small feasibility. They, they do a lot of management, third-party yeah. management. Yeah, so, uh, you, so, they so you had somebody, more. though, in your court that yeah. was like, hey, this is, this is a good, good spot, yeah, good thank, location. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, that was great. So, um, but building them was the easy part, right? I mean, that's what yeah. I did, build them. I built them for everybody for years. Um, so, you know, no problem building them, but running them uh, and finding the right location. Yeah. It was a little scary. We're like, you know, the loan we got was just under a million dollars. We're like, 
oh my god yeah and uh so luckily you know it worked out great um really did uh so we built our second one um and it was a little smaller market um but it was it was great it filled up a little slower but it was right next to a walmart we got lucky i don't know it was a two acre lot right next to a walmart um so we put that one up and then we sold it and then so now we're generating some some capital here i've you know i've never done anything with partners or anything yeah so uh so, so how, how many do you own now jackson all uh, right now we have one we just opened in Jacksonville, yep. Florida. Okay. And then one, and then we have one under development here, back here in Ohio. Okay, nice. So you're sticking yeah. with the development. Yeah, that's your. Well, that's what we did, but now we're kind of shifting gears. Uh, we're going to start looking for existing with room to expand. Yeah. To keep the development bug, you know, it's like a yes. drug almost. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So, but uh, but too, it's like your superpower, right? Like yeah, like yeah, I think right. of people like what what it like. And I talk about this a lot. I'm like, what skills and what things do you have that could be applied to self-storage? Now, when I got started, I was an insurance guy. I had no skills that went to real estate whatsoever, right? It was like, if, if a lot of people may look at it and say, I don't have any. And I, I could have done that too. But for me, I'm like, oh, well, we know how to run a business, right? I understand that. Like, I know how to collect bills, I, I, right. It was really simple. It's like, well, well, let's just make sure people pay us and maybe, yeah, right. maybe we mark it. Right. That, that was my superpower, right? It was, it was not yeah. a good superpower. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. we, but we, we bought facilities then that matched what our ability was to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And then from there, right. we built up our superpowers and built up just like you're talking about you're, yeah. you know, yeah. you were, good you knew development you could manage that where a lot of people when i got started that totally would have terrified me like yeah i don't know anything about it i would have touched easy part right exactly and mine was no i'm gonna buy something and underwrite it and and turn it around so i I love the fact that though you you're now merging in and you're splicing together well now we'll acquire and build so you can round those things out right and then eventually you're gonna say now i'm comfortable like today i'm super comfortable developing well, yeah. you're going to be super like now I can acquire, I can build and you're adding quivers, right? Um yeah. uh, to your arsenal. And that's and that's right. what you got to do. I love that. Yeah. So we'll still develop, you know, one, yeah. maybe one a year or something just to, but then uh, you know, so we have one under contract now an existing facility that we're doing due diligence now and uh with some little bit of room to add on. So that's I mean, you know, my son is coming over to the business. Uh, he's going to be kind of the numbers guy. Um so we, I've always done everything uh, myself. So it's going real well. And uh, so now we're going to step up to syndication. Yeah. Um, get our feet wet with uh, some smaller syndications. Yes. Um, and, and go that direction for sure. Um, but yeah, the development, um, you know, I always tell people that's the easy part for me, you know. I've never bought an existing facility. So yeah. the one we have under contract now, you know, so I got guys that I'm, you know, calling all the time just to, you know, look, I've never bought existing facilities. This is all brand new to me. Um, so it's a good experience. It's going to be great. I think uh, it's a good property, hopefully, but we'll see, you know, after all due diligence. But And how's that going um, for you guys, the due diligence on existing and making that transition? Well, we just, we haven't, we're just getting the uh, PSA all signed. So they haven't started okay. with paperwork yet. Yeah, so. yeah. 
so, I haven't made a trip down there yet to see it. But so your I son's going to help you help you out on that, right? Yeah. Too. So that'll yes. be. So so he's coming over. Yeah, he's coming on board. So we're hoping to grow. Uh, pretty pretty significant now. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to do something with the property we have in Jacksonville. I have it with a a, a joint ventured on these two properties. Um, they were quite bigger. And we went from little tiny developments, and then we you know took a big jump. To Jacksonville, Florida, um, and it's doing real well. We've been open for three months now, and uh, we're almost uh, forty, a little over forty percent occupied. Fantastic! So, uh, and how yeah, how really, big is that facility? Really, it's net rentable is forty three thousand right now. Okay, okay. Uh, but this, there's a second phase in the back where we can add another thirty thousand feet. Oh, nice, great, so that's, yeah, so, yeah. So that's the plan. Yeah. Uh, we got a pretty good offer on it. Um, but they wanted a second phase approval, which we already, we just got approvals and everything to build the second phase. So, so it's kind of up near what we're going to do with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, you know, the nice thing about expansion is really crazy right now. Times are really crazy are. And, and really uncertain, you know, it, uh, it, it, so, it's, so what do you do? You know? Do you, yeah. I, I woke yeah. up literally, it's funny. We're even talking about it. I literally woke up this morning and I had all of these thoughts just running through my head about like uncertainty and where everything's headed and what's going on and different risks in the yeah. market and everything like that. And then at some point I was like, you know, I got into work. I started going through stuff. I'm like, okay, we've, we've entertained those thoughts this morning. Now we put them away because we can't make logical decisions moving forward yeah. off that. That doesn't work yeah. because most of the time those things are unknowns to which I can't answer. Mm-hmm. Can't I can't, an- anyway. I right. can't control anyways. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to put no. those to the side. Now let's look at controllables. Let's look what is in our thing. And if it, if it's a go, we go, but all those things that are high level uncontrollables, you know, those things that are the, the fear that creeps in and, uh, you know, hindsight's always 2020 always, right? Yeah, right? It always is everything that I look back that I oh. wish I, you know, I wouldn't have done. I'm like, well, would I do that today? And I'm like, I haven't not yeah. no because I learned a lesson, yep. but back then, if I went back, right. I'd probably still do it. Right. It, and so, all the so, moves yeah. that you make, yeah. if I could go back five years ago, I would have just bought everything, everything. I wouldn't even matter. But like, what's the price? It doesn't crazy. matter. Just I'll buy it. That doesn't yeah. work though. Yeah. That's not how a way to yeah. move forward. Because yeah, then we also look at it backwards. Through, I wouldn't buy anything. 2007, 2006, you know, right? Everybody, nobody should have bought anything. But that's just not how it works. Yeah. You can't you can't move forward like that. Mm-hmm. No. No, and you know, you talk about what you would do in the, in the past. Uh, like that first facility I bought, if I knew better, I probably wouldn't have sold it. I would just refinanced it. Yeah. You know, cash out because it had been a crazy cash out because uh, we built them for, you know, back then the material was a lot cheaper. I mean- we could yeah. build a facility for like crazy, not even, that's why I've never yeah. even looked at existing because it doesn't make it just, sense when I, you're it, looking at your it level. It makes me sick to yes. pay $80, $90 a foot or now over a hundred dollars a foot for storage. Yeah. And I can build them for, yeah. I mean, so I'm like, I'm not even looking at existing, facility. Well, but now, you know, everybody talks saturation and I mean, there's still spots to build and you know, that's what we'll do. But uh, it's just, it just, in my mind, it's like, Man, you're crazy paying eighty dollars a foot for an existing facility. Why would you do that? Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to look so, at here. We but built, then you get cash flow. Yeah, you get cash flow. But we built in markets. Hey, I don't know when. When was the uh, Meridian one? It was like five, six years ago. And we were, we I think we built the whole entire thing for thirty five bucks a square foot. Right. Today, I'm building at one hundred and twenty. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And people are like, how can you do that? Like, how, how does that make sense? And I'm like, well, I wouldn't be doing that if the revenue was at the same point that it was when I was building at 35. (laughs) Revenue's also gone up three times. So it's it's all relative. It's all relative, but it's a sticker shock and it's a mental game that comes in. And we were literally, we're putting a, a facility under contract right now. And we, me and Connor walked from the meeting into this room as we were reviewing this and the acquisition cost is 117 bucks a square foot. And it's because we bought in that market, that's a hard thing for us to get over because we're like, that doesn't make sense. Four years ago, we yeah. were buying at 60 bucks a square foot. Yeah. And, yeah, so, right. and so like it all of a sudden, are we going to make a decision on a deal that is a good deal because past experience was a better deal? Mm-hmm. And those things are yeah, hard right. for the mind to grapple because you're it going, is. I'm getting screwed. I'm paying so much money here. I'm getting screwed. But then you look at your IRR, right? You're looking at your internal right. rate of return, your net present value. You're looking at the cash flow and you're like, wait, no, 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 no. This is all a good deal. This is a great yeah. deal. Then yeah. it's like, well, I can't let, let those past experiences stop me from making good deals today. That's a really good point. Yeah. I always, you know, I always say if the numbers work, the numbers work. The numbers work. Doesn't matter if it's down market, up market, market side if market. Works, if it works, it works. And it, people are like, oh, because you know, like, people say, you know, is self-storage as good as it was in the past? No. And I'm like, no, not anything. Like literally 15 years ago was bonkers, right? And like, oh, so are you not buying as much? Because I'm like, we're kind of at a top of a market. I'm like, oh, no, I'm buying more than ever. And they're always like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm yeah, like, because right. you, you're talking macro, but then the micro, you're looking at it mm-hmm. and you're saying that doesn't make sense. But when I'm looking at a deal on a micro level, it makes perfect sense to do. Yeah. It, it, the right. fundamentals are great. The cash flow is great. It's a good deal. Whether I'm at a top of the market or a down market or a sideways market, a good deal is a good deal, and I'm going to buy it. Yeah, doesn't matter. Right. Right. So yeah, now, you're right. Too. Now, tell me here about where you want to go with this. You, you've got this experience. You're building. You're acquiring. Yeah. You know, what are your plans? Are you are you more excited than ever? Are you – Yeah. Well, with my son coming in, you know, we got a pretty good team of, you know, attorneys and, and engineers and architects and, uh, you know, manage. I don't, I'm not real on to manage them. You know, I'm kind of like, let's build them and do our thing, you know, do what you're good at. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Pass it on. Right. So, so yeah, so that's kind of, but no, I like to get it scaled up. Like I say, you know, get some facility, get a nice portfolio put together. Um, now's a little maybe harder time now to do that, but, uh, with the crazy, crazy market, the way it is. Yeah. Um, but you know, hopefully, uh, some opportunities will come through and, uh, you know, we can, we can, you know, get the syndication thing going. And, uh, I've been talking about that for years, you know, it's hard yeah. to just do it. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta do it. And that's only the way you're going to learn, you know, you know, yeah. you think you know everything until you do it and you're like, Ooh, yeah. Then you're, uh, and you're like, dude, I didn't even know that. Right. My first syndications that I did, my first two ones, I look back and I'm like, I was crazy. What? How come I gave yeah. so much? And then two, I'm like, I like for the investors that yeah. the deal was incredible. And then I told all everybody else that like we're syndicating, and they were like, AJ, what are you doing? Like you're like this, <laughs> you can't build a yeah. business off of this. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, yeah, you're right because what I did in the past, applied it forward with investors, didn't didn't work. Right? We make mm-hmm. those mistakes, and it's okay. I'm fine yeah. with it, right? My yeah. communication to investors, I hadn't built out. So I was 
not good at that. So now we've building out a whole department around that. There was all these things that I wasn't good at and needed, but like you said, you got to do it because yeah, you've yeah. got to learn, you got to move forward. And mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, is if what I worry about is that the deal is going to be a good deal or not, I can figure everything yeah. else out. If my yeah. investors yes. are going to make money, yep. if they're going to be well off, that's fine. Everything else I can figure out, but that's yeah, where you don't yeah. want to make the mistake. So, so the scariest part for me, yeah. So for me is like the investors. So, I mean, if, I mean, I would go, I mean, it's just taking other people's money mm-hmm. and, you know, you're no, you're hoping it's going to work. I mean, but it's just like, man, I don't know if I want to take anybody's money and something happens. Yeah. And I mean, that's just not the kind of guy I am. I, I, I know. know. It just, so that's kind of what's held me back. I'm like, it's got to be a, a crazy, crazy deal or I would be half afraid to even do it. I mean, it would so just be, I had if this, it's not a slam dunk. I, yeah. yeah. I had this belief too. And I looked at it and we built up this huge portfolio and everything just by ourselves right? Completely by ourselves. And I was talking to a bunch of people and they're like, why, why haven't you syndicated? Why haven't you taken people's investments? And I'm like, yeah. I, I don't want anybody to, to lose money. And I, I, I worry about it. Yeah. I'll risk my yeah. money. I have no problem risking my money. That's right. But other people say, I don't want to. And they go, AJ, you're thinking about this all wrong. And they go, have you lost money? And I'm like, no, we've made tens of millions. And they're like, so yeah. basically now what you've done is you've not allowed others to participate in your growth. Right. And I was like, yeah, and that's, I never thought about it like that. Really a good way to put it. Right. And it's like, right. you're not helping them. You're actually hurting them because other people mm-hmm. can't participate in your growth. And they're right. like, they know the risks just like you do. All you're doing mm-hmm. is allowing some other people to join on and participate in that upside with you. And that's a big yeah. mental shift you got to take. Oh, it is crazy. It is. Cause I've been by myself, you know, yeah. except these, this joint ventures I'm doing, but, uh, it's just been, you know, on me. But and, you know, development. The problem with development, as you know, is it is expensive up front. I mean, you're putting all this cash out. I mean, we're spending yeah. twenty grand before we even know that we're going to buy the property. Yep. So, and people are like, "Do what?" I'm like, "Well, yeah." It's, it's development is yeah. tough. It takes a lot of cash flow, a lot of cash. And we're at the point now where we got all these developments going on. You know, cash is Tight. dwindling down. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else do you do? You sit, you sit at home and don't do anything or, you know, you start syndicating and finding some projects and keep, you know, keep the ball rolling. And, uh, cause development is just, it is expensive. It's expensive. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it pays off pretty well. As yes. You know, but, um, but boy, up front, it's a tough one to, it is. to handle. And, and there's mm-hmm. that risk and that time where you're like, we're not going to make yeah. money and you t- got to tell investors, you're not going to make any money. You're not even going to see much even happening for the first year. Right. Like yeah. it, it, like we right. may not even turn dirt for a year and a half. Yeah. And do they understand that? I mean, yes. so how do you get around that? So you know, we, yeah, we, we communicate, we tell them like, this is a long-term thing. Like you can't, yeah, it's going to be years. Yeah. It's going to be years and you have to be okay mm-hmm. with that. If you're not. And I tell them this isn't a cash flow play, right? It will yeah. be. And right. it's a long-term play, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a long-term play. Right. Um, you have a nice new asset you get to like the benefits of it are huge. Like a lot of people are like, you know, it's, it's way more risky. And I'm like, actually, sometimes it's not at all because I get to match the market perfectly to what it needs. As opposed to if I buy something, I don't get to change that. I'm just stuck. I know it's great. Development is is great. It's fun. You can do it. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. You can build exactly what the market needs. 100%. Hundred percent, absolutely, and, absolutely. Uh, and two, also like it comes into another thing that I look at, like portfolio management. 
right? So like I, I go, if you have a portfolio that's just acquisitions of old small facilities or old facilities like that, you know, they're dwindling, your cap X is rising, and mm-hmm. you may not have assets that match today's needs and demands of consumers. So like yeah. Connor runs our development department, right? So he's okay. in charge of running all the people and managing all the vendors, the, uh, the contractors, everything else like that. Right. I don't envy him. Um, and so when, but when we're doing that, it's like, we're looking at, and we have to build that new nice facility. And every time we do that takes the overall portfolio and it lifts it up. And so like Mm -hmm. we're building facilities today that nothing like it even exists in the marketplace. And we wouldn't have built that five years ago. What that does is it allows us to stabilize revenues, keep it current, charge more. Um, it's a mm-hmm. really actual important piece, I believe, to real estate investing is to add in development for what it can overall do to yeah. you're not you're just not you're not falling behind the times. And all of a sudden yeah, you right. may have a less valuable property because consumers want something different. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I think, you know, we'll keep developing slow. Yeah. You know, one a year maybe or whatever. And then, and then just start buying some smaller existing stuff and just Mix keep it going in. at. Yeah. I mean, sounds like and what's room to expand is to keep, get, yes. you know, let me keep me doing something. I'm in the field. I mean, yeah, the guys are all mad today because I left early to come do this. So I'm in the <laughs> field every day still. I mean, it's, it's kind of, you know, people ask me, well, why are you still doing, why are you still out on the bulldozer and why are you still pouring concrete? I'm like, it's what I know. It's what I yeah. like. It's how somebody else can handle all the other crap. I don't. You know, I get up in the morning, go to work. I don't, yep. uh, and when I have a podcast, I, I leave work early, which, yep. you know, I can leave work early, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I so love it. It's really your superpower. Yeah. 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 So we started, uh, back in 2008, you know, when everything hit the fan, we were down in Alabama building, uh, for my friend, a big facility. And, uh, so, you know, I told you I was a rector for all these years. Well, it started looking, you know, this is, you know, they're all the same. Everything's the same. Everything, every building we put up was just about the same, pretty much. I thought, man, this is too easy. So I started my own building manufacturer. Um, so we actually supply the buildings for our own storage, the own, our own steel now for our facilities. Oh, nice. So we got rid of, yeah, yeah. So we got rid of, uh, yeah. So we so started that. T- like talk to me about that. How, how does that, like, what, how much did you see a lower in your cost per square foot to put, put it out? Was it dramatic? It was dramatic. At yeah. first, it was re- It was at first, uh, it was it was sickening almost. Yeah, yeah. It was like, wait a minute, this can't be right, right? Something I'm yep. screwing something completely up. Yep. Because I, you know, I've never done anything like that. Um, I'm like, hey, this can't be right. So I, you know, uh, and did it again. I'm like, hey, this is right. This, something's wrong here. And so my buddy, you know, my friend is building. You know, I said, look, man, I can build this from this. He's like, whoa. Yeah. So the way we went, I mean, then we now, so now we ship buildings and erect them. You know, we have crews erect them all over. Well, um, and, and, and today, in today's world, that is a superpower. I, I mean, yeah. the cost of it's, commodities, uh, it's mind boggling to us. It's awful. We, it's like, awful. It, it took out 80% of all markets that we were looking at. We can no longer do because of the price point that I'm at. That leaves mm-hmm. people like you where you yeah. have that edge. So you get to go into yeah. markets that are great markets. I can't afford right. to though. Like, right. I th- yeah, yeah. I think that's awesome. That's right. And it, it is, I mean, we can, you know, steel buildings, we can, you know, design them how anybody wants. I mean, it's, 
however you want to, you know, we're, we'll build it. You know, we have our own little system, but uh, yeah, I mean, and it's, it's, you know, there's probably a handful, I'm going to guess five, maybe people, manufacturers actually manufacture their own steel. Yeah. 80% of 90, I would say 90% of the, of the suppliers out there uh, is all private labeled stuff from one or two suppliers. Yeah. So, uh, and I found that out early uh, because the rec them, I'm like, wait, this is the same building as this. Yep. This is exact. I mean, exactly the same. Yep. They just had their name on it. It came from the exact same supplier. So yeah, we jumped on that a long time ago and that's kind of where I got some seed money to start, you know, start actually building for myself. Um, but we're still doing that today. So it works out, you know, and everything's in house. I mean, we build, we go in, we clear the dirt, we clear the trees, we move the dirt, put the footers in. Yeah. So that's starting awesome. to get away from that a little bit. Uh, the older I get, uh, you know, it's getting harder and harder, but so now we're starting to sub some stuff out. The bigger stuff we sub out. Yeah. Um, but we're on the job every day, all day, um, just to keep control of, it. I mean, I hear horror, horror stories of general contractors taking advantage, you know, they try to make storage so complicated. Um, they make yeah. it, you know, these guys building hospitals are coming over building storage facilities. It's like, it's not even close. And no. they, mm -hmm. It's just awful what we're see what we see. And, you know, the projects we go back on, you know, we, they call us back on projects that have been all messed up and yeah. weren't done right for whatever reason. Um, we see a lot of that try. too. Like storage oh, oh. is, it's unique. It's specific. It's, it's, like when we're, is. when we're looking at yeah. developers, contractors, architects, on and on and on, like we're looking for the people that have experience. Like you've need oh, you to done you. this for a long time. You need and to people understand. Think it's so easy. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it is, it's a niche. I mean, it is, a, I mean, it is, you got to know storage to build storage for yeah. sure. Or you're well, going to screw it up. Yeah. And that goes, Oh, for sure. And that, that really kind of hits, it's the nail on the head in regards to just that, that aspect of value engineering that you oh, yeah. do need to take into account in, in these things where, I mean, we had yeah. a project recently that was just insanely over-engineered uh, on the, mm -hmm. the structural side where, mm -hmm. you know, our steel building company came in or building company came in and said, like, no. And and again, there are, are experts in storage and, and they're saying, yeah. no, we're not doing that. You don't need to do that. You're going to save a ton of money not doing that. Hundreds of thousands. Value engineer this way, oh, that yeah. way. And yeah. yeah, they make it too difficult. Exactly. Always. Yep. They, they're, they're building it what, like, like it's supposed to be some big building or something. And, and, and there'd be, you know, I'll get I'll get owners. That, they'll give me a set of drawings like this thick. You know, I'm like, that had to cost you 150, 200 grand for that set of drawings. Yeah. It's just storage. What, what the heck are you, you know? So already they screwed up before they even started. They're yep. in a whole hundred grand because they should only spent like 40,000 maybe yeah. for the whole, you know, civil and architectural. And, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's just yeah. Like, if, you're, if you're spending 150 grand, you better be building something like we're building like 250,000 yeah. square feet, four yeah. story buildings. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's, if it's you're crazy. building a basic 70,000 square foot storage facility, yeah, it's yep. drive up. And that's what like we this, build. Yeah. I mean, like this is drive up park. Like it's, you got to get unit selection. You got to get flow. You got to make sure that water can't get in. You got to look at yep. all of those things that are specific. We, we actually saw somebody that built a storage facility and their pads, they didn't lift up the, the pads. Like it's simple stuff, but it's just so specific to storage that they're, um, uh, you know what, what I'm talking about, right? The pads were level mm -hmm. with, with the ground. So the water, went straight oh, in no grade no grade Crazy. at all it's no. it's and, and you can't fix that the, no it, the concrete's poured yeah. you can't fix it yeah yeah so we'll get on jobs where there's no rain lip 
you know, yeah. concrete's yep. poured. I'm like, you're done. So guys, you can't build on this. You, I, I, you, you, I wouldn't put a storage on this cause you're, it's, you're going to fail day one because you're going to flood. Yep. So they, you know, they saw it all out and redid it all. Mm-hmm. And that mean, just that small little detail, one little thing and, and it's over. And we it's see people and the person that we were uh, thinking about here, it was like 85,000 square feet that they did of this. Yeah. It, yeah this is, is big mistakes. And then too, they went crazy. to sell it. They couldn't sell it. We're like, we're not buying it. Yeah. Who's right. going to buy it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same way with the roof. You know, we, I, I refuse to put a screw down roof on our buildings. Now, if somebody wants to screw down, mm-hmm. we won't even put it up. It's standing seam roof only period. Yep. 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 You want screw down? Not, we don't even, don't even call me. We, we have so, we have so many problems with that. Constant. Constant. Oh, it's all, it's constant. The roof is the worst. Yeah. Cause we acquire yeah. them and you know, you get what you get yeah, what you and we're do? like, and it's just, it's, it's so ridiculous trying to deal. We're constantly repairing, constantly caulking. Roof. And yeah. you're like, why, why are people, but still people build them like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're they like, do what today, are you doing? They still build them. Yeah. They still build them with, yeah. It's, it's really sad. No. They just don't know any better. And I, yeah, you know, exactly. They they're, just they're, don't getting, know. they're getting taken advantage of. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, the, the owners, you know, you got all kinds of new people coming into the industry, right? Mm-hmm. It, storage, it's easy. You know, anybody can do yep. it. They don't know any better and they get some general contractor that doesn't know any better and puts up this crap facility. Yep. And now you're left with crap. And then you can't rent it. You can't, can't sell, sell it. it. You, can't, you go broke. Yep. We see it so much. And, it's, it's and in times like this, some people can get away with it when we're seeing it mm-hmm. so heated, right? But it's times when you have the downturn in the market, that's when you, you're you done. It's like, now you can't pay bills. Now, oh, um, and you scary. can't sell it, and it becomes a fire sell and everything. So it this yeah. is easily avoidable, people. This It's not meant for this to be, like, scary, right? What we're yeah. saying is work with people that understand and have done storage yeah. And done a lot of it. And then two, like, I love you had somebody that you brought on as a mentor right at the first that could help (laughs) you, right? Like, pull people in. Like, have them check what you're doing. Constantly ask. We still do this. I mean, we own, you know, whatever it is, two plus million square feet. We have, how much much square footage are you developing right now? What is it, like 650,000? We got a few. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, still, though, me and Connor are like, well, should we be doing this? What's wrong here? What is? We don't. We want to know, and we we yeah. have no problem saying we don't know, right? That's right. And pull in, pull in the help that you can get and be willing to say, you know, we can do things differently. You just have to make sure that the, the source of that information is reliable yeah. and knows right. really yeah. a lot. That's what's important. And how, do, and how do people know that? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, you got to... It, for us, it's we got to really look at their history. We got to look and say, when did you start building these things? What experience have you had with this? If you're doing yeah. a feasibility study, like are you doing feasibility studies on uh, 10, 15,000 square foot facilities? Because we're not buying those. We're buying 80, <laughs> 150. Have you done yeah. feasibility studies on those? And then what were the outcomes of it? Like, right? You got to really dive in and really understand yeah. their work outcomes history and you got to talk to other people right yeah i mean yeah. These, you got to have discussions yeah you know storage is such a small you know one thing i've learned over the years it's just a small little circle everybody knows everybody everybody knows everybody and you know the only thing you have in this business is your reputation once you screw that up you're done you're done 100 done 100 done because the word gets out it and is, this world is so, know, the self-storage world like what we talked about just like what you said when when we talked about it the first self-storage people 
They're just self-storage. So like that is a very small and very tight knit group because these yeah. are all people that have been doing this forever. Yeah. And that's all we talk about and all we, yeah, yep. it's crazy. It is. You know, you go to these trade shows and it's just crazy. Yeah. Good bunch of people, you know, yeah. tell you, you know it's the nicest, nicest. Yeah. It is great. It's the most people. open industry I've ever been yeah. in. All of them yeah. are willing to talk. We share all our secrets. We don't, we're not cutthroat. Yeah. It's not like this no. limited mindset. Like I'm happy to sit here with you, Tim and me and Connor will tell you what's working for us. What people should wear. Yeah. We don't have any problems with it. It's like, yeah, right. if, cause if we all are successful, we're all successful. Like I, yeah. if I build a facility in a market and it does poor, that means I shot myself in the foot and everybody else. So mm-hmm. when somebody's coming into our market and they're going to build it's not that we don't want them to build. It's just that we want people to do it right because we don't yeah. want the problems because then yeah. you have all of a sudden you have um, municipalities that now have a bad taste for storage and they're yeah. going to start hitting yeah. you and they're going to, you know, it, it's like, right. no, we, a rising tide lifts all boats. Right. And that's really yeah. true in self storage and how I think the yeah. players all feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we have a, we'd have a guy that went around and built uh, storage around and, you know, he'd come in developing and he'd just drop his price and he'd just yep. keep them low. <clears throat> well, that just hurts everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get your prices up. I mean, they, it's, it's, it's crazy business. Yeah, it is. It's very, very different. I love it mm-hmm. for all those people, reasons. You know, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. People think, you know, get their, to get the rents low to get people in, but you know, they don't realize that, you know, that's hurting the whole, the whole, you know, everybody in the area. I mean, and two, they, they don't I, even realize yeah. they don't need to. That's the crazy thing. It's like, why do you think you need to be 30% under the market? And why do you think your fill up rate will change? So if if you're in a marketplace where you're building because they have high occupancies and you come in 30% under, the only one you're shooting is you because you just get 30% less revenue. There's no reason to, you know what I mean? But a lot of people just don't understand that. And I think it's a limited mindset too. Well, yeah, I've so. got to do this and, you know, I don't, I, yeah. I don't want to tell other people, you know, and I don't want to take ideas from other people. Yeah, that's and, the thing. They just don't understand the industry as, yes. as it is and yes. how it yes. operates. If we don't lower prices, nobody will move in. Yeah. yeah yep. They don't want to, yeah, they're scared to, yeah, it's scared. crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Not me, you know, you know, we, when we built our first facility, you know, we just stay right with everybody else. Yeah. And uh, actually then when we built this, the temperature control building that nobody even, People in that area had no idea. What do, what do you mean temperature control? Uh, but we raised rates and people, I mean, that filled up so fast. Uh, we, we built them uh, on all our exterior temperature control. We put insulated doors on yeah. So they're drive up in temperature controlled. Yeah. All the, all the facilities we built that way. And I mean, they're the first things that go, you know, down there, in, down there in Jacksonville, I think our 10 by 20 drive up temperature controls, like 400 20 bucks or something. I've, wow. I mean, it's like, oh. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, they're filling up just gone. This first thing's fill up. Yep. Yeah. 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 You know, and, and I talk about this a lot storage for us. They're not units, they're products. And we're looking for product yeah. market fit, just like any business mm-hmm. would with any product that you need. And that's a perfect example of that. And when you do it, you hit the market and you're, you're fulfilling demand. It's not like, it, it, it's not like other real estate right? You yeah, have customers yeah. and you've got to give the customers what they need and what they're looking for. And that's what, once again, it comes down to some people just think, oh, this is so easy. And then they really yeah. miss out the boat. They shoot themselves in the foot. They shoot everybody else in the foot. Um, yeah. And you're like, just do a little homework, talk with storage owners. Well, you know, yeah, it's, it's all open. Yeah. Yeah. People are afraid to go talk to the, 
you know, cube smart down the street or something. Yeah. We, we walk in, talk to everybody. I'm like yeah, talking to everybody at conferences. What are your prices? Where are you putting it? What are you building at? Just yeah, call on everybody. Right. I want to know everything. Right. Yeah. And they're talking yeah. like, what are you doing? How are you? Do-? You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I like the development, you know, what's, what's new now? What are you guys putting in now? You yep. know, you know, now the, you know, Noki system and all that stuff going yep. on and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and track D, I mean, we can start talking stuff, but, uh, they're the only doors, you know, you guys, you know, I think Janice is your, uh, your, uh, sponsor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know, they're the only doors that we'll install now. I mean, yeah, no, they're great. I got them. I mean, they're, <laughs> yeah, but now, you know, they're, they're just buying everybody up. I yeah. Mean, they, they like, own, they, they own the, own the market. And it's like, I'm telling you, we went and yeah. looked at, um, we went and toured their facilities and they were showing us how their doors, um, are different and how they, do it in the different, which is it's so industry interesting in this industry that one small difference makes it is crazy. It, it's it's and big, it, yeah. And I hang them, you know. So I physically hang them all these different doors myself, and I've hung you name a door, we've hung it right. Yep. And it always comes back to Janus doors, uh, longevity, functionality, and yeah. and you know too. You you look at it and people are like, it's a door, and you're like, yeah, but this is storage. That's what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> like doors are very important. <laughs> That's all it is. Doors in a roof, right? Yeah. Yeah. You really uh, don't want to, you, you don't want to go cheap or you don't want to put a bad door in because yeah. it's, you're going to be your biggest expense. It's going to be yeah. capital expenses. You're going to have problems with customers. Mm-hmm. When we buy facilities, we can tell the cheap doors. We, the, those oh, facilities yeah. always have problems. They're always breaking yeah. down. It's a nightmare for us to deal with. And mm-hmm. you're just like, man, when you're building them, put it in right. Put it in right. Because then, you you know, you don't have any maintenance for a year, you know, on these new developments. And the other nice thing is, you know, we don't have to touch them for yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, literally uh, years. I mean, the roof's forever. Not forever, but, but as long as I'm going to live. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the doors, you know, I don't think I've replaced a door spring now for years. I don't remember last time I replaced a door spring. Yep. Um so it makes a big difference in the bottom line. It does. Uh, and then trying to find, you know, say a door spring breaks, trying to now trying to find somebody to come fix that door spring. Oh, oh today geez, is today is if you can't do it yourself, you're, you might as well non-rentable on that unit for months. Oh yeah. So, it, it takes so yeah. many units offline and the opportunity oh. cost on that, on a cap rate, on cash flow, on everything. It's and, crazy. Yeah. And I can't imagine not being able to, fix the door myself so i mean that's kind of advantage that we have you know we can if yeah. something breaks we just go fix it and rent it you know so um uh, but yeah it's a crazy world development well, tell tell us tell tell all our listeners and everything yeah. here we really like where can they go where can they find out where can they reach yeah. out to you um this has been such an awesome conversation. Literally, this is stuff, yeah. you know, we love to talk about. We talk about well, it. We can talk for hours. Oh, endlessly. Like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. It's so cool. Oh, but yeah. where, where can people find out more about yeah. you and reach out? So, yeah. So, my new company is uh, the TIMAC Group. It's T-Y-M-A-C Group. Uh, so, my email is Tim, T-I-M, at the TIMAC Group.com. Uh, so, we have a website, you know, the TIMAC Group.com. Um, you can Very check cool. out everything there. Um we're kind of working on it, trying to get, you know, get things going with the syndication. Yep. Um, hope, hopefully it won't be, I think we, you know, have some investors that are, that can't wait, you know, to get yeah. on board with us just yeah. because, you know, what, what's going on. But, uh, yes. so yeah. Um, and then my, uh, you know, steel building, I got a, you know, 
simple self-storage building systems is my other business. Uh, so that's kind of the construction company. We kind of keep on the down low because uh, that's probably the bigger company, the construction company, but we just work. We just do our own stuff now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, yeah. So, so we made the shift, you know, probably, you know, when we started building our own stuff, um, we just didn't have time to build for everybody else. Yeah. I mean, uh, we put, you know, we'll drop ship buildings and erect buildings for people, but to actually go do the actual general work, yeah. you know, the foot, we just, we just do our, you know, if we're getting slow on work, we'll go find a piece of land to put a storage on. Yep. Um, so we just stay, we just stay busy with our own stuff now. So well, good for you. That's but, awesome. Yeah, that's very good. But, yeah. But the time at group is going to be the, you know, that's going to be the investment group, the uh, syndication. So we're hoping that's going to grow in, uh, in the future. So things are, things are looking exciting you know, we're excited, you know, the older I get, um, learning more, you know, you always say you wish you knew back then what you know yep. now, you know, yep. regret and all. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's like, so, so yeah. So my son's, you know, he's 27. And so I'm like, so now you, you know what I know now let's, you know, yes. let's build on that. And, mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's take it to crazy. So that's what it's all about. Someday we'll have 2 million, 2 million square feet under our belt, but. You will. Um, I love it. That's so exciting. So exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. This has been an awesome talk. So um, we'll put this in the show notes, everybody though, so they can follow up. And uh, I look forward to hearing in the future, how, how it's going for you, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks Tim. Thank you. See ya.